Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Update, Brandify's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Marketing at Brandify, and I'm joined by my co-host, Damian Rawlson, Brandify's VP of Market Developments and Strategic Partnerships. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's jump into your weekly update. Hello. In our first item for this week, Google is bringing messaging to the desktop version of the Google My Business dashboard. Uh, So the GMB messaging help page now says that all businesses will have access to messaging on the web by early March 2021. Uh, to enable messaging, uh, you do the same thing that you've done for a while, which is to visit the messages tab in the GMB dashboard and turn the feature on in the settings uh, section. You can add an initial message that gets sent to all customers as an auto reply, and anyone who has access to manage the listing can respond to messages now in the dashboard. Uh, Google may turn off the messaging feature if businesses habitually fail to respond to messages within 24 hours. That's not new. That's been around for a while. Uh, But if Google does turn the feature off, you can simply go back and turn it on again in your dashboard settings. Uh, A couple of other items to note, these are also not new, but uh, illegitimate messages can be marked as spam. Uh, If they are marked in that way, they will not count against you in the response time calculation. You can also block individual users who may, um, you know, spam you repeatedly uh, or otherwise send inappropriate messages. Uh, Businesses in certain categories, if they turn on messaging, uh, will see a button appear in their business profile, uh, which may have words like get a quote or request a booking, depending on the business category. And again, this only applies to businesses in uh, certain categories. Uh, and when the button does appear, if uh, if a user clicks on it, they it will initiate a messaging session with that business. Next, Andrew Shotland has a post on the Local SEO Guide blog discussing the importance of EAT for local SEO. As you're probably already aware, EAT stands for Expertise, Authoritativeness, and Trustworthiness, and is the umbrella term for the criteria by which Google assesses website content for ranking purposes. EAT is especially important in so-called YMYL, or your money or your life categories like health and finance, where expertise, authority, and trust are all crucial. For SEO in general, EAT recommendations include publishing up-to-date, accurate content created by experts in your field, getting positive reviews for your content, and linking to sources that back up your content and bolster the credibility of your content authors. Local SEO is, of course, about optimizing the relevance and prominence of your local business as these qualities are viewed by Google's local algorithm. This can be done, Shotland says, by applying EAT principles across features like primary and secondary categories, Google Posts, and content on your website. GMB images, structured data, and presence on local national directories are also influential. Positive reviews, Shotland notes, are also critical in building authority. Shotland's argument is that trust signals in the context of local consist of providing your potential customers with information that reinforces your relevance and prominence in searches. Next, we have a write-up from Barry Schwartz in Search Engine Land, where Barry reports that Google is now displaying the number of years in business as an attribute in the local pack for some businesses. He has an example of his own uh, business where uh, it shows 25 plus years in business next to the business address. 
Apparently, Google uh, has been testing this feature as far back as September of last year, but they've only just announced that it's going live, I guess, for most users or in certain circumstances. It's unclear exactly when the the uh, reference will show up, but certainly in order to uh, in order to make years in business appear, you have to indicate when your business opened in the GMB dashboard, which is one of the options, uh, one of the fields that you can fill out in the info uh, tab. And, uh, you know, as we've just been talking about um, expertise, authoritativeness and trust, EAT, you can imagine that uh, being in business for a long time is certainly one of those signals, at least in a consumer's mind, that this is a business that they can trust. So it's a good idea to use that feature for sure. Google went live with the long-awaited passage ranking update on February 10th, as confirmed on Twitter by Danny Sullivan. This update, signaled by Google back in October, provides the ability to rank specific passages on a web page for the topic that passage covers, whereas other passages might be ranked by different search terms. Google predicted in October that the passage ranking update would impact 7% of all search queries, which by volume is a huge number since Google handles around an estimated 5.6 billion queries every day. In his write-up on Search Engine Roundtable, Barry Schwartz notes that the update had little impact on rankings. He has also published a long list of articles discussing the update. Next, uh, Google's John Mueller has published a 10-minute video that discusses SEO tips and tricks for images. Uh, Mueller offers 12 tips in total, uh, which Barry Schwartz has written up, and I'm paraphrasing those 12 uh, right now. So the first one, images should be relevant to the page. Titles, headings, and content should be relevant to the image. Second, place images near relevant text and provide captions near the image. Place your most important images at the top. Number three, don't embed text in the image. Place that text on the page. Number four, use alt attributes on your images. Number five, use high quality images. Number six, make high quality sites. Number seven, create mobile and desktop friendly sites. Number eight, use good descriptive URLs. Google uses both the URL path and image file name for understanding an image. Avoid changing the URL, and if you do change it, 301 the old URL to the new one. Number nine, provide relevant structured data on your pages. Number 10, use large image previews using max image preview large. Number 11, add image licensing markup. And number 12, speed up your pages by optimizing page size, lazy loading techniques, and more. So you can click through uh, the Monday memo item to see the full video and also link to some more information about some of these items, which are explained further uh, if you'd like to click through those links. Mark Traffigan of SEO Clarity has an interesting post in Search Engine Journal about the usefulness of SEO keyword research in departments outside of SEO. Traffigan says that the content marketing, PPC, product, and even executive team members can benefit from understanding of keyword search and its results. Content teams might be the most obvious beneficiaries, since quality website content is such an important focus of Google's current ranking methodology. Your site's high-ranking keywords, Traffigan writes, are good targets for topic clustering, building content that is topically related to those keywords, then interlinking all of that quality content. PPC teams, Traffigan argues, can glean valuable insight from SEO keyword research about the intent beyond search queries. They can also learn about keywords that the brand is already performing well for organically, as well as those where paid efforts would yield the greatest benefits. 
Product teams can benefit from keyword research by gaining market intelligence about the keywords that bring searchers to their products and services. Market executives can learn from keyword analysis about strategically important consumer signals, such as seasonal demand for certain products and services. That's a wrap on this week's updates. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check us out on Brandify.com and the Brandify blog, where you can find more information about the topics we've covered here today. You can also subscribe to the weekly update on your favorite podcast service so you never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rawlison, and we'll see you next time on The Weekly Update.